What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Pocket Coach Podcast. Jordy just uh, threw a little wave. I just dropped his name. But uh, yeah, a little introduction to our guest today. Uh, he is Mr. Gold Power Ranger. That's uh, the way I, I met him. And uh, yeah, I actually met him at the gym and um, sort of slid into his DMs because I saw he watched anime. And uh, yeah, I just fell head over heels in a bro way for this guy. Head over heels. And um, anyway, long story short, got to know each other. And I just noticed how inspiring this guy is in terms of not just the creative scene, but the way that he also lived his life. So he's massively creative. He's um, been a singer for I'm sure, Titanium, was it? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's the name. And uh, yeah, a boy group band. Now he's actually an artist uh, for an, um, the artist's name is Wazoo and the Vibes. And I absolutely love oh, it. Brother. Brilliant. Honestly, you've dropped some bangers, man. Um, yeah, yeah, especially a, a supersonic good life that mm. I absolutely feel off that. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, bro, I listen to that a lot actually. Yeah, 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 just in the car, I'll throw it on. It's brilliant. So definitely look up Wise on the Vibes on Spotify. Uh, yeah, and it's also an actor as well. Uh, so yeah, full time creative. Uh, he's doing beautiful things. Uh, and something that really inspires me is, like I said, the way he lives his life. So during this podcast, we're going to go briefly over. Um, some struggles that he's actually come through uh, and 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 uh, faced, and, and using certain tools and uh, practical steps that um, he's gone through, I really believe that a lot of you might be able to benefit from the things that he's been able to um, do in order to overcome these things. Because I've definitely learned a lot from this guy, uh, and I'm sure you guys will too. So, without further ado, Jordy Weber. Hey Bye. guys, how you going? <laughs> What's up? Yes. Ah, oh, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here yeah, with my brother uh, and um to just chat, just chat yeah, and, and and speak and just some real talk. Yeah. yeah, dude. Cool. So, um, I'd love to just um start off really quickly, um, and really dive straight into it. Um, in your journey, uh, and becoming the guy that you are, and become mm-hmm. and, and and stepping into the work that you do, which mm-hmm. is absolutely massive and many people just dream about that stuff but you actually do it Mm -hmm. so what were some of the biggest obstacles that you faced along your journey of becoming that creative of actually stepping into what you were dreaming of and you actually did it uh man what were and what still are yeah yeah i guess is the the way to put it but uh man always dreamed of being an actor that's my number one yeah uh music i fell into music in 2012 and i loved it and I've grown in it and it is also one of my biggest passions. And then every other creative endeavor that I do embark on, um, you know, brings its own own challenges. But I think at the core of all creative things that I do and about the the way I live my life and my career, uh, one of the main obstacles slash problems that always continues to come up is self-belief is a huge one. Wow self-belief and you know with you know with with actors and especially we are constantly being rejected Mm. it's probably one of the one of if not the biggest career out there for rejection you get so many no's man before you get a yes what would you um, like if you were to roughly give a ratio of no to yeses? Like if you, you if you get one in twenty auditions, well, that's really you're doing good. Wow, you're doing good as an actor. That's a lot of rejection. One in twenty, yeah. is, a, is a yes. Yeah, and that's that couldn't even that might not even be a big part. That could just be a commercial, mm. but that's a win. Like that's a big win because mm. 
that commercial might be five thousand dollars and that'll set you up for the next few months so that's a win yeah but when you get to the stage of you know 50 no's and you're, you're going you're learning lines you're putting days and in prep into an audition and then you go to an audition you don't hear anything radio silence after all of them and you just have to assume that you're not the right person for the job and then sometimes you're feeling good because you'll get a call back maybe one in 20 one in 10 to 20 times they'll say cool we'd like to see you again boom you go back and then after that it's just boom gone yeah. radio silence again yeah. And then the times that you get really close and you meet the directors, you meet the producers and you're right there, you're number one, two or three to get this role. And then you start immediately picturing all of the things that could be and that you're like, man, this, this could be my career this, or this could be a good breaking point for me. Next minute, it's stripped. It's gone. Yeah. And you are just as far away from that prize yeah. as you started. Yeah. So you're back at ground zero and you're just like, man, is this ever going to happen? Yeah. So you start to lose that belief in yourself. Am I, am I a good enough actor to be in this industry? Is it my appearance? Do I need to work on my looks? Is it my work ethic? Am I not putting enough time into my craft or in my training? Um, or is it simply that there are better people out there for these, these jobs? So should I reconsider doing another career? Should I reconsider doing something wow, that's stable? Wow, thoughts you've really had. These are, yeah. thought, these are thoughts every actor has. Yeah. But yeah, I can, I can definitely relate. Yeah. Like there's been a lot of moments where I'm like, man, I'm so tired of chasing something that keeps running away from you. But at the same time, it's just like you've invested so much into this career and mm. sometimes you're so close that it's just like, no, like you've just keep going. There's, there's You've put in so much work. Mm. You've got the talent that's, a lot of the times, and it's so annoying that the success of an actor's career, first of all, yes, they need the chops. You need to have the talent. But the success of an actor's career is out of your control sometimes. Mm. It comes down to perfect alignment, the right job, the right character description, the right producers and directors that are rooting for you the right time. Like you could have another job um, or you could be working on something else at the time, but really, like if you were right here, and this one exact moment when everything aligned, that would be your moment. Mm. But sometimes you're, it's just like, a, yeah, it's a perfect alignment of everything. And that's when you find, you'll find your greatest success. But that's completely out of your control. Yeah. So, yeah, that causes a lot of self-disbelief, um, a lot of self-doubt. And sometimes, yeah, actors get really down. And it's, it's, um, it's just, it takes one person... To, to remind you and be like, bro, you have so much talent, stick it in there, you know, mm. stick in there and just, just keep going, just keep going. Something's just around the corner. Yeah. And sure enough, when you, you're like, okay, shit, I just, I'll listen, I'll carry on, I'll put my head down and go hard yeah. again. And then, yeah, something is just around the corner and that picks you up again and it makes yeah. you feel confident and it makes you feel like you've got so much self-worth and, yeah. and value and you're like, yes, like I can do this. Mm. But then again, when you, when you go through that stage of uh, so many no's after a while, you start doubting yourself again. Like, yeah. man, maybe I don't have this. So what do you do about that? Um, no, I think I, I lean on friends. Yeah. I lean on community around me. Yeah. Um, and that's okay to do, of course. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I, it's that's, cool that you make that an okay thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to like, yeah. Um, transparency and acting and, and vulnerability, being able to share, the the uncomfortable sides of your life is such a essential thing like actors some actors find it quite hard to 
to connect. And one of the biggest things in acting is, is connecting, is listening, mm. is, is connecting and being okay with the person you're acting opposite to jump inside and to, to feel you because the scene isn't going to work if it's an emotional scene or if it's a scene that requires a lot of focus and energy between two people, it's not going to work if one person's closed off. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah, they might film it and they might get the shot, but the moment both people are full open channels, like saying like, here, this is me, come in and I'll come into you. That's when you see magic. That's oh. when you see things get created. So yeah. to be able to do that on set, you first of all need to be able to do that in real life with yeah. people that are close to you. And it's so I much see. easier to do, like when you're acting with a stranger, you, you don't know them from a bar of soap sometimes. Yeah. But when you're able to open up to your family, friends, close friends, and be able to share this stuff, it's kind of like practice for those moments you do get to sit and you're able to share. I like that. Yeah, because vulnerability <laughs> is a superpower. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a superpower that doesn't just come naturally, right? It's something that's mm -hmm. practiced over yeah. time. And uh, yes, like you said, you practice with your friends, you practice with your family in order to do that. For myself, uh, I really had to practice with... Um, with counselors first that was definitely where i started mm -hmm. uh and then eventually uh, coaches and psychologists that i was working with and uh over time that was eventually transformed into practice with those that also went through similar struggles um, mm -hmm. and then eventually yeah friends and then uh from their um relationships from their uh your family as well family was honestly the toughest one for me actually interesting yeah, yeah that was the toughest one crazy. well so really, yeah. it's different for everyone yeah, right? yeah 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 it definitely is but, um yeah um i mean what would you say to those that want to practice that vulnerability? Because of course, at the end of the day, um, I can't um, fight a fire that I don't know was there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, if I'm willing to be vulnerable, I can find that fire. Now, for those that want to learn how to be more vulnerable so yeah. that they can find those fires more easily, yeah. uh, what would you say to those people? Start with yourself. Mm. Speak to yourself. Like Love that. manifesting and meditating is huge for me. You yeah. know this? Yeah. Um, I manifest and meditate a lot because there's so much peace that you can find in stillness. Yeah. So when you do have time to sit down, to just stop everything you're doing, stop all the thoughts coming in and out of your head, listen to a bit of music and just sit and find stillness, eventually you'll find peace. Yeah. And you'll have space and time to, to move things around in your mind um, and put them in places that will make you feel a lot better. Yeah. But I think before if people find it hard to be vulnerable or or find it hard to open up with other people, mm. you've got to start with yourself. You've got to be honest and real with yourself. That's so good, man. So speak out loud. Play a bit of meditation music. Um, I know it may sound weird, really, really random. If this is so far from what you do, just give it a go. But yeah. play a bit of music that's peaceful, that's not too noisy, not too quick, something that just allows you to you know, be alone with yourself and speak about these things. If you are feeling insecure about something address that like maybe if you believe in god address that to him if you believe mm. in the universe address address that to them if you just want to talk to yourself and just say something like hey geordie like i'm right here with you right now you're in a really weird place i don't know how to deal with these insecurities that i'm facing about this this and this but i want to talk about it right now because mm. I don't speak it out loud to anyone else. I can't talk to anyone else about it. But right now, if I say it out loud, I might find strength in saying it out loud and getting it out of my body. So good. Man. So let's just go bang. And who knows? When you start talking into a space, things just come out and you might find a solution 
or you might find that confidence to be able to speak more about it even though you're talking to yourself yeah and then you can take that strength and be like cool i've got a really good friend that i i think i'm ready to go and talk to about this now boom try that way Dude, that's mm. fantastic mm. i love that that's brilliant advice and um an interesting thing around vocalizing the struggles is uh, journaling is definitely a powerful thing because it stimulates mm-hmm. part of the brain that you can't be really stimulated just by sitting in the mind. Yeah. Uh, however, vocalizing it actually stimulates that part of the brain more powerfully. So yeah, when you when you speak, mm. um, yeah, those um, that part of the brain starts to open up and it's much more easy to access that creative side, that understanding of like, oh, this is what I can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's beautiful, man. I've never mm. actually really, um, well, I have, but not very often, honestly. I think that's something I want to do more is actually really if um yeah thing anything comes up is actually just to give myself an opportunity to vocalize it with myself as well not yeah. just others yeah i, I love talk that. to myself a lot bro Dude, that's <laughs> with great. acting yeah, like yeah, especially yeah. as well like if i'm yeah. script practicing i'm speaking myself sometimes i'll run skits yeah. in my head and speak as a character so i think it's just something that i've become accustomed to as well just speaking yeah. to myself and then adapting that and using it as a tool sometimes when i'm facing a problem i'm gonna address it and then I'm going to talk about it and like, I'm going to smash this, like start affirming myself and being like, nah, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. Cool. You're better than this. You're stronger than this. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, um, I think this is important to address as well as those that do feel like they struggle to be vulnerable. Um, I know Geordie will definitely affirm this, um, cause I definitely do, uh, which is if a bro came to me with an mm-hmm. insecurity wanting to speak about it, I'd not just be there with open arms but i would massively respect them for opening up right mm-hmm. um just the way that um yeah we even um had a little good deep chat before which is beautiful and mm. um yeah i just feel so much respect for geordie and um um yeah I, I know that there's this mutual sense of respect there when it comes to being vulnerable um mm. so for yourself do you find that you feel a sense of respect for those guys that heck um, yeah man. even girls that come to you yeah heck yeah like yeah. you yeah you know how difficult it is yeah if you're not if you're not used to that if you're not used to opening up and you're afraid of how people are going to perceive you if you've got friends that are new friends and you come to them with this big burden that's on your shoulders you're like mm. man are these guys going to look at me like some drama queen or drama king totally. like, are they going to perceive me differently um you know the the, the honest truth of it is if they are good friends um, that you can lean on and rely on, they will embrace you yeah. with open arms. Yeah. If they're not and they're going to ridicule for it, they're not your friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think the key thing is also... You need to be stern about that, don't you? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Like I, I make sure I, I spend my energy and put my energy into the right places and I've got plenty of friends, Yeah. but there's a few key friends that I hold really, really close and I'm like, okay, these are the people I know have my back. At any given time, if I'm struggling with something, if I, I need help with something, I know I can go you, 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 or you, Absolutely. you know? So you've, I think it's, it's so important to find that community that has unconditional love, mm. um, that is, you know, that that's real for you. Like, yeah, it, it, and it, it is hard to find Yeah, really, really so good friends. How do you do, go about that for someone that might be in a place where they're like, oh man, I don't know if um, I have that support? Yeah. What would you um, say to those people? I think find common interests. Um, uh, put yourself in spaces that you are interested in. Yeah. Um, if you're interested about, you know, if you're interested in fighting or if you're in, like, you know, MMA or, or boxing or if you're interested in reading books, go to 
uh, I don't know, book reading clubs or, or yeah. the library. Oh, so Who good. knows? Like yeah. you could meet some amazing person that's in the library reading mm. a similar book and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm actually reading the same series. And be open to, to speak to people. I think so many have, so many people have this, this fear of, of talking to strangers because they could be weirdos or they could be, I don't know, they just could be creepy mm. people. But it's just like, man, every interaction is meaningful regardless of whether that person becomes your best friend or whether that person snubs the conversation because they've got better things to do. It's just like, mm. it's, there's, there's no missed opportunity, you know, like yeah. every interaction has, has a meaningful outcome. Yeah. So you never really know, like be open to speak to people, be open to introduce yourself, be open to ask for advice or help because chances are that person's going to teach you something or, if you're really if you're really lucky in the right place and time you could meet the best friend for your rest of your life oh man so yeah. put yourself in the right places yeah you know for me it was going to the gym meeting geordie <laughs> hey yeah, yeah, yeah. this is true yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, honestly i've met some incredible people through the gym i, I met some incredible people through rugby um i even went to a kickboxing class in quebec i mm. had no friends mm. i met two friends there yeah. just one class it was yeah. fantastic um just little things like that um i remember as well um meeting uh yeah definitely outside of um when it came to being outside of high school university yeah definitely a lot of my friends have been met through that sort of common space Mm -hmm. where um yeah we have those similar interests and then we vibe and then yeah we we connect and then um yeah it works out which is beautiful so yeah i absolutely love that man that's brilliant Yeah. yeah yeah so i'd really love to dive into uh deep struggles man um mm-hmm. so that we can really speak to uh, these people actually before we do i do want to actually highlight i did just release a community for those that do feel like mm. um this just lines up perfectly um to yeah those that do feel like they want to find that space uh so the community is called a co-elevation community you can find it on my website healingwithkids.com and mm. um it's just a, um, a committed space for those that are in a space of struggle are in a place where they want to be able to be more vulnerable but don't quite have that community around them to do so that's a community for you so yeah um, you can go tune in there and use the code stay blessed stay blessed that's amazing yeah i love it oh i love that phrase stay blessed so you can use that for a free month Mm. um on that community all right uh so uh going forward with um your struggles Mm -hmm. what's maybe a really dark time or hard time it doesn't have to be one or the other um that comes to mind the first thing that comes to mind when i say that Mm -hmm. what for you has been a big struggle yep and what did you do in order to climb out of it cool um i've I've spoken this to you before at your um mental health workshop and it is identity crisis identity crisis is a massive one because i'm so out there i'm so um involved in you know acting music media creative arts you know that they all require um a lot of personality a lot of energy a lot of output and a lot of networking and and being with different people and just talking to different people getting to know different people establishing relationships so identity crisis becomes a real thing Mm. um not many people i don't know if many other people relate to that but oh i definitely do yeah Yeah. you start to or i guess i guess current days now like with social media people i think there's a lot of people that suffer from identity crisis because when they start seeing a following when they start people liking you know something funny that they're doing or or something 
um, that they're doing online and they mm. see people like enjoying that, they're, they're like, cool. They start dedicating and catering their time to this this personality or this character that people are jumping onto because it's a buzz and they're like, cool, oh, this is working, I'm going to keep doing that. And they get so stuck in that way yeah. that it creates this this whole different persona. And then they kind of, they get to a moment, I'm speaking from from personal um for myself as well you get to a moment where you're like actually hang on is this me Mm. anymore like i don't know if this doesn't feel like me this feels like something else and it's it's costing a lot of energy and uh like a lot of time to 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 keep this up when really man i just want to chill out like i want to chill out over here this is me i i love reading i love going to the park and playing ball but right now it's like all i've got time to do is to create these crazy online videos um playing video games that somehow happen to take off but now all my time and energy is going into this character that's not really me Mm. so i've faced similar things in in acting yeah like just putting your energy out to so many different people and I, i guess people painting pictures of you saying like oh you're this you're this you're this and you're yeah. like yeah 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 that's me man like i'm, I'm your guy this mm. is i can be all of these things and i can if i want to adapt myself to be to cater to this person um because they i don't know who knows they might give me a job yeah or they've got power so um i'm just going to change this little part of me to fit in this mold wow over here um and then you know when something else pops up like more music okay i'm going to just shake all that off and I'm, I'm going to change myself like a kind of like a comedian mm. you, you you alter and change yourself to fit different crowds of people and i think ultimately my darkest place was uh, a couple of years ago when i was i was doing acting um, music and i was just, I just moved back from australia to new zealand had a little money almost nothing living with my parents traveling to and from auckland and I felt like I had no really good mates, no friends. Wow. There, I had friends, but they were all part of different friend groups. Yeah. So I felt like I was constantly on the outside, mm. trying to to fit different people's bubbles, uh, just to just to feel I like I belonged. Yeah. And I didn't have like any best friends. Like mm. there wasn't one person I could just rely on and be like, "Cool, you're my bro. I'm gonna come hang out with you." It was just like, um, "Hey guys, is anything happening here? Is anything happening over here? Is anything happening over here?" Because um, I'm hella lonely. I've got nothing to do, and I just want to find a group of people. But it was a, such a it was such a temporary fix. Like I was always, yeah, molding to different people's groups just to feel like I had a place of belonging. Mm. So that's what identity crisis led me to to that ah. place. And for me, it's like yeah, I got to a stage where I was just like, I feel, yeah, I feel pathetic. I feel like I don't have a group of people that genuinely love and support me apart from my family yeah but you know family is one thing and there's there's kind of like two sides to that coin you need family you need friends mm. to have that complete balance and to feel really nourished and loved mm. and yeah it's like i had the family but i was missing this whole other side and it just made me feel empty mm. so i was tired of, of of fit into molds and stuff and then eventually i kind of i got a gig i, I made some mates on there they moved back to america and then i was kind of floating again and i was just like man how the heck do you make friends wow. how, how the heck do you make friends like i've, I've wow. people think i'm popular yeah. i am popular but I'm, I'm popular in the sense that you know the media sees me as popular they see me doing all these things with different people but internally i don't feel popular at all because wow. i don't have my own group of friends my own yeah. little community that is there through thick and thin and then it wasn't until i really started to interact with people 
in the spaces and environments that I was super interested in. So mm. like yourself, bro, you're, you're one of my best friends. I met you at the gym. Yeah. We sparked up a conversation. We had similar interests. There was, uh, there was a passion. There was a follow through. So, you know, it was just like, hey, man, I love anime. You love anime. Bro, let's do a training session. Let's go watch some anime. And we reacted on <laughs> that. That's what we did. We reacted on We're that. training, had sushi, watch anime. It was yeah. great. Yeah. And it was just like, man, that's a beautiful way to, to create a friend. And Kieran's a really genuine guy, um, as you guys know. And it was just like, okay, hey, this is what, you know, this is these are the kind of people I want to be around. So I made a really good friend in you. Um, I made a really good friend in America. And through doing auditions, he was a a church mate, Jax, he's, he's one of my mm. best friends. And he, so cool. he related to me on a, on a spiritual level. Like I, church is a big part of my life and he was, him and I kind of helped each other out. We're at a bit of a shaky stage in, in our, in our faith. Like we're kind of like going, but not as interested. But the moment we kind of came together and we we're like, you know what? We could be so much better. Mm. We could be way more active. We can enjoy church a lot more. Let's push each other. So we started helping each other out. And we created that brotherhood that way. So I made him, made that good friend through church, come back here. Mm. And then on set, I met my other best mate, Evander. He is crazy. He's he is crazy nuts, <laughs> but he is one of the most amazing humans out there. And yeah. he pushes me so much and inspires me. And we met on set. We met on set. He was an extra, um, you know, background talent kind of, they're kind of just like, oh, whatever, we're just here to do our job. Um, they don't get treated with much respect on sets, sadly. They're just kind of like, yeah, can you, they're kind of like cattle. Can you guys come? Cool. Can you guys get out? And then the main cast will just do their thing. But Evander strike up that conversation with me. We had a mean chat, found out that we both surfed and the same thing. We acted on that and we're like, cool, let's go surf. And now I've got these, yeah, this community of really good friends. And, and, and then now it just kind of all just works in sync. But yeah, I, f I only started to find that group of friends when I was, what, 23? Yeah. 23. So from 18 to 23, I was in this constant, like, big washing machine of, like, who am I, mm. really? Because I've changed so many times. Who are my friends? Where am I? I don't know. Yeah. And then eventually it came to a point of, like, this feels right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and how do you feel that affected you as well, this feeling of not really knowing who you were? Yeah, or unhappy. Like right. on, the, on the on the outside, I was happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was just like, "Man, you're doing so well. You're doing yeah. all this stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah," but really inside, I was just like, well, "I'm super lonely. Wow. I need I need some fucking friends." Wow. So yeah, and that's that again, identity crisis and being an actor, hiding and putting on that that mask every day of like, "Man, this is the life." Yeah. But really, it's just like this is not the life. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing something so big, and then when you find that, it just clicks, and you're like, "Wow, what a yeah. difference it makes." To have that structure and that support yeah yeah that's so good man mm. thank you for sharing that yeah yeah good. yeah dude that's that's brilliant um now do you feel that um mindfulness affirmations uh all that sort of work that you do as well in yourself do you feel that also supported those um those mm. struggles and yeah. do you feel that um also even ongoing as well any mm -hmm. struggles that you've come to over that period of time how do you feel like those have assisted you big time in what way? um they are an essential and necessity in my life, man. Like meditation, manifestation, I, I live by, I swear by, I speak volumes mm. about because I've seen the effect it has in your life when you're doing it yeah. and you're giving, you're giving that time to that area because your mind is such a powerful tool. Yeah. If you can't see something, 
it'll never happen. Mm. Like if, if you can't see yourself being the best actor, if you can't see yourself booking these big jobs, if you can't see yourself finding friends and you're just like, I'm not worth that, I'm not worth this, yeah. I'm not worth that, it's never going to happen. Totally. So in order to, to actually achieve the things you want, you need to believe you can achieve the things you want. And the only way you're going to believe the things mm. that you want is by constantly picturing them and and putting that energy into them to create that belief of like, yeah, I want that. This yeah. is I've got a clear picture now of of the things that I want. And if you focus on that every single day, it's like a muscle. Like your 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 mental strength is a muscle, and your your creative vision is a muscle. So mm. yeah, you need to strengthen that muscle and create the images of the things you want to become and the things that you want. And over time, yeah, deal like like focusing on that every day mm. and having such a clear image, they will come and they do come and they have come. Yeah. So that's why I'm so like pro manifesting and meditating because it's happened in my life. Oh, yeah. 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 You've, so you've definitely much. shown that in many mm. ways. Yeah, I love that. So what what are um what are some specific manifestation tools that you utilize in order to create that? And I just want to speak on that really briefly because I've definitely seen that with myself as well. Mm. I remember I started visualizing Bali right after I'd been to Bali previously mm. with um with uh yeah Luke, Stephen, Carl, and um, went over there and um yeah we did like a bros little holiday. I was there for a week. I went to a waterfall specific a specific waterfall called Second Pool, and I was there. I'm like. I want to live here. Mm. And it happened. Yeah, you became yeah, full hip literally. into long hair now. Yeah, yeah. You look scucked yeah, as. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. You need to get more scucks. Oh, hey, it's coming. <laughs> oh, that's it, bro. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. good man. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I um, guess. But yeah, and then I just started actually um, visualizing it every single day. Yeah. I'm, I'm meditating in Bali. I'm meditating in Bali. I'm meditating in Bali. And I just kept doing that every single day. I was thinking that was going to happen in five years' time. I hadn't even started an online business yet. Mm. And then one year later, I'm living in Bali with an online business. Online business. Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah. Just real cool. Um, but yeah, interesting thing I, um, I learned as well is negative thoughts actually have four times more power over positive thoughts. So mm. when, when negative thoughts start to repeat, 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 mm -hmm. because I'm trying to avoid them, avoid them, avoid them. Because of course, when, when I say, um, whatever you do, don't think about a green monkey holding banana. Uh, you know what do you think of like, yeah yeah so um, and it's weird it's not right it needs to change yeah yeah so um yeah that was definitely one thing is not learning to reject those thoughts because it amplified them mm -hmm. um but also as well learning how to actually teach myself those positive thoughts mm -hmm. right um yeah by really learning to step into that um and then vocalization actually has 10 times more power on the brain than just thinking it. So mm -hmm. by, like you said, vocalizing yep. actually, yeah, strengthens that. So um, I'd love to hear, because I've seen you use so many different methods mm. of manifestation. What are some specific tools of manifestation that have helped you? Yep. Okay. So um, music is always, always my number one assistant to help me kind of get into the zone. So I've got a whole playlist of like, meditation music sometimes you can find them from like really cool yoga playlists or uh, meditation playlists there's tons out there you, you just got to mm. find them and then find the songs that you know that re resonate with you that are like if, if you listen to a song be like yes this definitely unlocks a space in my mind that i can picture that's going on a playlist so mm. i create a whole playlist of songs that really put me into a space um and then when i want to manifest i do i i talk about it um, there's manifesting in terms of affirmations. Mm. So you could play this playlist and start talking about like, you know, if you're feeling down or if you, if you've got something coming up that you want to prepare yourself for, 
you can start you know affirming yourself like i am i am the right person for this opportunity i am strong i'm brave i am and it's not just saying it, is it it's yeah. really getting behind it's, it you're getting it? behind it yeah. and you the more you say like you might start off shaky you mm. might start off and say like i am strong and you might not really feel it mm. but when you when you carry on you break through this little barrier of like of reality versus like dream mm. this dream state and yeah reality is just like reality that's not normal to talk to yourself in a car and do that kind of stuff but when you, when you yeah. say five or six affirmations and you really start to believe in it and and take your time on each one you you, you pass that barrier you break through that mm. barrier and you get to a place of of dreaming mm. and when you're in that place of dreaming you start to it changes your whole perception and you're like oh, you start to really believe and you're like cool I am powerful. I'm the right person for this job. I am going to get this job. I am persistent. I am motivated. I'm inspired. Mm. I am deserving. And you start really believing everything you say. So and you good. go into this massive chain and that can go on for ages. Yeah. Um, so affirmations is, is one. But another one is um, speaking about... So so my main one, actually, I picked this tip up from a friend in Aussie, Naomi. And she taught me this. She said, picture six things that you'd like to manifest in the next three months, give it a specific time, a timeline, so it's measurable. So say three months, a three-month increment, and find six images online, put them on a Microsoft Word document or something, six images that represent six things that you'd like to bring into your life. You've got to make them believable, achievable, measurable. Um, so for instance, just be like, I want to become a millionaire in a month. Bit crazy, but more like you could speak a bit more vague and open mm. and say, I would like more finances to flow into my life. I would like more opportunities to come into my life and find six images that represent these six things. Play some music and for three months every day, speak out these things loudly. Like if, if motivation is one, I would love to be, I would like to manifest motivation in my life. I would love to have the motivation to commit to something and to follow through on that thing. You can go in depth as much as you'd like, but as long as you speak about each of these six things out loud in whatever capacity you want to, that energy turns into basically magic. And the first time I ever did that, I was blown away. Like I did it religiously every day for three months. All six things. I remember you doing this because I copied you. Man, all six things happened. And I was just like, what? Like they were things like I'd like to get an audition for this this project that was starting up in New Zealand. I'd like to find love. That's a crazy <laughs> one because it's just like, man, I've been single for six years, yeah. but I'd like to find love. Um, I would like to have more opportunities come into my life. I would love to travel for work. And there was a, a couple of other ones, but I kid you not. And I swear by this, and this is why I still do it. Every single one of those six things happened in my life. And I was just like, wow, I... You went to freaking Ireland, mate. I, can't, I went to Ireland, <laughs> I went to Bali, yeah. I went to Queenstown, yeah. for all these different jobs, and yeah. I was just like, what? But that focus and, and energy into those spaces and, and speaking about them every single day, it blew me away, mm. like at how powerful your your focus and, and where you put your energy, how powerful that can be. Mm. And that's just, yeah, I'm a full believer. I'm a full believer, and I mm. preach to people, man, like I'm like, yo, like if you would like these things to happen if you want to try this this will not fail you you know like if you if you really really want these things to happen put your energy into it it will happen yeah. in some way shape or form yeah and definitely the the idea of specificity is obviously mm-hmm. a very big factor to that right like yeah. so 
yeah, for me, um, when I was um, yeah manifesting Bali, it was being so specific that I could actually feel myself on the beach. Mm. I could actually feel the sand between my toes. Crazy. I could actually, you know, I could I could hear um, the noises in the background, like the waves and everything like that, and I could just feel it would be there. Yeah, and yeah, um, it's real interesting to sort of um, have that sense of like a raised vibe mm. when I picture that, and then mm. all of a sudden the brain does something very interesting. So. This is something that I, I love. Um, this is something that I learned a while ago. And this is actually the reason why I started manifesting, which mm. was I learned something. It's called the reticular activating system in the brain. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's something, it's something along that line. Yeah, <laughs> Dang, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So basically, you just flutter your tongue a few times, and it creates that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says yeah. All, all, all it is really is it's just simply if when my sister bought a red Suzuki Swift, all of a sudden I saw red Suzuki Swift all over the road. Just that, yeah. right? So it's just as soon as something was important to me, my brain went to work to find more of it. So mm. the moment that I started to picture Bali and like, you know, really feel it, all of a sudden um, I started seeing more opportunities about Bali. I started seeing new opportunities of creating my business and mm. new ideas started to come. My brain started reverse engineering that. So it's really cool to see that. And there's also the beautiful spiritual aspect of the fact that I can put something out there mm-hmm. and something's going to happen. A yeah. human thought is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And especially when it's vocalized and um, put in energies behind that mm. um, in such a specific way, it's so powerful. Right? Mm. Um, yeah. And I know for myself, I can see so many times when that's happened and 100% I've seen that so many times with you. Mm. You've told me a few of these things and all of a sudden, like three months later, six months later, whatever, like it's happened. I'm like, what? This <laughs> guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cool. Um, like even, I remember even being in Quebec and um this is when i just started uh dating meg and you would um you, uh, i think you had mentioned about um going on this like camper van trip or something that was it that's yeah. all i knew um and you'd already you'd set that intention of um you know like finding love and all that sort of thing and yeah it's crazy how like things oh. evolve in that way yeah it's just mm. insane um yeah yeah so yeah manifestations of a very powerful thing and it's um really effective not just for creating something in life but also for changing how i feel within right Mm because then it gives me an opportunity to um shift that experience of wow i actually genuinely believe i can create something yeah um yeah and that flows into all areas of life um so you said meditation was another big factor for you Mm -hmm. and what ways do you incorporate that and how have you learned to actually be able to sit still because i know like because you're you're a crazy vibe like i love it um so you're really out there so Someone like yourself, I could imagine initially there might have been a bit of friction and stillness was there at all? Yeah, okay. well, my, I mean, my manifest sessions, are, oh, my, my meditation sessions aren't long. Yeah. I don't sit down for a whole, you know, my, my trick was to do it to one song. Love and that. then over time it eventuated to 10 minutes, 15 oh, minutes. But awesome. one song was kind of my, my way to get into it. So same thing, I'd have that playlist of music that kind of really gets me comfortable, gets me into a place of being able to dream and to visualize. I'd play one song, you know, whether it be three or four minutes, and I'd visualize. I'd start to picture in detail different aspects of my future near or far that I would want to be in, that I want Mm. to create. So I'd I'd picture moments, maybe I'd picture... When I didn't have it, I'd picture love and, and how that person would be and, and how that relationship wow. would be. I'd picture um, my family, like my, my parents, and um, coming to my first premiere. This is my most vivid, vivid memory, or like that. vivid memory of something that hasn't happened yet, yeah. but it will. 
but it's just like oh, one of the, so the go-to moment that I love. And you hear that as well. He says, it will. It that will. is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But I, I've, it's such a vivid memory like mm. of something that hasn't happened. And I'm like, man, this is so clear. And I can see it happening. It's, it's just me walking down a red carpet arm in arm with my mum and dad mm. and going into the premiere of a movie that I'm the lead actor in and sitting in the, in the cinema, sitting down on the chairs. And then as soon as the screen pops up and my parents see me acting in whatever movie it is, I look to my left, I look to my right, I look at my mum and dad sitting there crying because they've put so much blood, sweat and tears yeah. into me and they've seen me go through highs and lows. And I think the moment they finally see that, like, our son's done exactly what he's wanted to do. I think that'd be a really powerful moment. So every time I really want to be inspired by my own thoughts and by my own potential, I picture that scene and I, I immediately that. I can go straight there in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other times I just visualize yeah different aspects of what I want to create and where I want to be. And I paint those pictures in my mind so that just in my daily life, I know where I'm going. Mm. It's because... It gets so muddy. I think when you're so busy and you get caught up in a, in a job that you don't like just to get by or you get caught up in just busyness, you, you mm. start to lose sight of some of the things you really, really want. If it's, you know, if you're, if you're working and you enjoy your work, but you're losing time on your passions, then in your interests or your hobbies and there's things you really want to do, but you just don't have time. It's a good place to, to meditate and you know, meditation is a good place to really paint those pictures and to see how possible they really are because they're completely possible. Yeah. But first you got to see it yeah. and then you can go and do it. Mm. So good, dude. Mm. I love that. Uh, so what about um, when things come up now? So if, if like something sort of um, shapes you a bit, um, you know, be it um, just in general personal life and work, whatever mm -hmm. it is, uh, is it, do you sort of like have like a go-to thing that you do for yourself? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, same thing. I listen to music. Yeah. I do that kind of stuff. Meditate, manifest. Uh, go out in nature. Go and do a hike. Go and jump in the ocean. Yeah, awesome. Something that because nature's oh, nature has amazing. so much healing. In yeah. It. Um, and it just gives you a chance to just escape the the busyness, the noise of the city, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So the moment you're really out, your phone's out of service. You've got a chance to really focus on nothing else, but where you are in that mm. moment. So nature's a big one. Um, or another one that Evander pointed out to me recently was he called me up like two weeks ago and he was in, up in Whangarei and he was at his hometown and he goes, bro, I finally understand why you go home all the time because I constantly, I live, I'm from Rotorua, but I live in the city now in Auckland. About three hours away. And yeah. it's three hours south. My parents live there and every time I get an opportunity or a window, I'm out of here. I'm out of Auckland and I go down and spend some time with my family and, and walk my dog at the park and go for a run around the block. And, and yeah, he, he messaged me or he called me, sorry. And he was just like, I understand now why you go home. And I love that. And I want to do it more. And I think more people need to do it. If you, if you're living far away from home, go home more because there is, there's a certain healing or there's a certain grounding in your home that you don't realize. Like I didn't realize until he, until he said it, I was just like, wow, that's so true. Like, yeah. I mean, I just go home because it makes me feel good and it yeah. gives me a chance to sit back and relax. But when he put it in, in that context and said, I realize now that I feel so good coming home and it just regrounds me. Mm. That's exactly what it is. It's oh. regrounding, refreshing, resetting and 
getting ready to go off again. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah like your, your parents send you off to school and there's just so much love and, and so much safety around home that just kind of fills you up when you're feeling low and they push you back out into the world and you're ready to just go again. So yeah. Oh, that's I another love big that, one man. for me. That's mm. brilliant. And um, that's a really interesting one to touch on because for me, um, my parents have honestly, they've given me so much love and mm. so much support, yet there were, there were many points in my life where I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was nothing to do with them not showing it because they showed it in their way, which is fantastic. Mm. However, I was not very receptive to it at the time. Yep. And this created this space where at home it wasn't, it didn't actually have that sense of safety or groundedness that you spoke on initially. Mm. Um, however, there were things that I, that I got to, I had the opportunity to work on, which were fantastic, mm. which allowed me to actually start to create that. And yeah, you're so right. Once, once that space has been created and it's within everyone's control is to, actually take action on you know those things and um yeah really work on what needs to be focused on or um yeah shift what needs to be shifted so that that space can be created because it's just such a um special um special space to have um mm. yeah if it's within reach of um someone to utilize um yeah it's um yeah in the past like coming back home was something that was daunting for me was mm. like man like i wow like that's gonna be a reminder of the dark places that i wow. was facing before which is why i spent so long away right yeah. initially um like yeah i just want to get out of auckland i want to be here mm. um yeah but now honestly i actually find like this quiet calmness here mm. which is really lovely and that's only because i had that realization being away that man i can do all the work i want on myself away but mm. my real problems are back here yeah i need to face ha. them so yeah that's yeah. that's when i'm um, coming home was actually a brilliant gift for me because it gave me an opportunity to um yeah really face what what had been coming up that was preventing me from making this a safe place mm. like a grounded space so in doing so yeah it's, it's been a beautiful journey and making that so i really feel you on that and i appreciate you sharing that yeah awesome yeah because i never really um i didn't think of it too much um in terms of the whole resetting and going back out in the world mm. and that's so true but yeah, yeah, it takes something drastic or it takes a really crazy environment to, to see that or it takes someone telling you to see that and to notice that yeah. and then to act on that as something else. So if you feel like that or if you're feeling a little rocky or however, or a little confused or a little lost or a little stressed, go home. Go home for a weekend. Hang out with your parents. Yeah. Go for a walk. Yeah. Dog. yeah. And even if they're the most triggering people, all right. Um, because trust me, they, it's just because they reminded me so much of like many things that I struggled with. Yeah. Um, so like that would be like a perfect mirror and I'll be like, Oh, like, Oh, like, that reminds me mm. of this thing and it will trigger me. However, it was good for me. It was so good for me. So even if that does, if that is a thing, um, that's just another opportunity for growth, honestly. Uh, actually, yeah, what would you say about that? What would you say about the struggles you've had? I've heard you many times say, you know what, I'm actually grateful that this has happened and I yeah. love that, man. You're so good at that. Mm. So why do you do that? Why is it that you, um, and ha- and and what way have you been able to find uh, that sense of gratitude in your struggles? First of all, there's no point dwelling on the past. You can't mm. change things that have happened. Yes. You can change things that will happen and you can change how you feel. Yeah, so if, if you've had something that sets you off and it's going to give you a shit day in the morning, you have full control to just stop yourself in that moment and be like, am I going to have a shit day for the rest of the day? A lot of people just say, yeah, well, I, I crashed my car this morning. I, I, I want to have a shit day. I'm just going to have a shit day. Yeah. Cool. But it's just like, yo, you can't change your car crashing, but you can change how you spend the rest of the day. Yeah. So your car crashed. You didn't die. You're still alive. That's a blessing in itself. Yeah. Twist your mind, shake your pride off, 
and be like, okay, well, that yeah, that's sucky, but I'm going to try and have the best day possible for the rest of this day. Mm. Yeah. And I know it's such a hard mental switch for people to be like, oh, yeah. crap, this is so shitty. Ugh. And then it just affects the whole day. But it's just like, man, if you can just learn to be like, okay, this happened, that yeah. sucks, but cool. Um, let's go and do this. Okay. That's what, practice what's gonna, as well, eh? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. practice. And then yeah. once you build that up, it just becomes a habit of like, of being optimistic and, and finding positivity or seeing seeing the good in things like mm. yeah I, I do have a lot of things sometimes that don't go my way or things that are crappy but it's just like yeah i'm glad that happened because mm. now i've learned this and if it comes up again i can deal with it so in a way that's knowledge that's learning and that's something that's gonna assist me and benefit me over here so cool yeah. that happened it sucked but cool i'm gonna use it over here otherwise i'm gonna go for a train because i love training yeah do something i love I love that. And um, something I've really um, noticed about Jordi a lot is he's got this natural deep, and I, I say natural because um, you've built it in an organic way, which is this positive thinking mentality mm -hmm. that comes organically. Mm -hmm. um, but that's because you built it. It's something that you trained. It's, um, it's of course, um, you know, naturally um, when there's a problem, um, any human might, you know, um, have a have a few crazy thoughts come up, like what if this happens? What if this leads to this? Um, oh no, because this happened, I'm not good enough, or that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, um, and like I, I initially, and this is an interesting thing that you brought up with the identity crisis. I initially fell into the trap of feeling like I had to be a positive person, mm -hmm. and when yeah. I didn't feel that way initially, so what that actually created was this identity crisis of now I need a shot positive, even yeah. when I don't feel positive. Um, which actually clashed with the idea of who I wanted to be and who I was at the point mm. in time or what I, what I was experiencing rather. So um, it's definitely something that is practice. It's not something that, you know, you, you have to be. Um, mm -hmm. It's just so important. Um, but it's definitely something that can be trained um, so long as, yeah, you're kind to yourself in doing so. Mm. Um, so w w um, that's definitely one massive way, which is when something happens, Take a moment to, um, you know, vocalize something, um, say something to self mm -hmm. of like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Or like, thank God that um, I'm still alive, even though my car crashed. Like, mm -hmm. that's brilliant. Like it, rephrasing it in such a way is a powerful way to start to train the mind to be more positive in that way. Um, so what are maybe some other ways as well to bring in more positivity aside from affirmations mm -hmm. and that moment of reframe the second it happens? Is there anything else that might come to mind? 100%. Yes. Um, it is... Doing things you love, making mm. time and, and finding time in your day to do things you're passionate and about. Prioritizing it, right? Prioritizing yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm into skating, I'm into surfing, I'm into gymming, I'm into hiking, find thing, all these things that you actually enjoy doing. And yeah, you may work nine to five. Cool. You've got three hours before that to do mm. something. You've got five hours after that to do something. Mm. What is sitting on a couch watching TV or Netflix going to do? For your well-being and for your mm. benefit i mean sure there might be a, a show that you watch that could be an hour every week that's fine you've still mm. got four hours in the afternoon mm. so prioritize things you're passionate about and spend time doing things you're passionate about each day mm. if it's just one thing a day it'll be crazy like how much of a difference it makes in wow. your optimism your positivity your energy mm. because if you know if you just work during the day and then you're you're slugging and then you just make dinner and everything seems like a chore and then you go to bed you just carry that over into the next day. Oh, yes. But if you make one, if you do one thing in that day that you absolutely love, if you love going for walks, if you love playing basketball, if you, I don't know, if you love reading, take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 yeah, minutes to it. read a book. Just, yeah. As long as it's up. something you love. 
and enjoy. Yeah. And if you do that every day, it'll make a crazy difference. Oh. And and your positive general positivity. Yeah. And you'll be like, cool. Actually, my day was kind of crappy. It was kind of boring, but I did this one thing that I loved, mm. and that made me smile. Mm. Beautiful man. Yeah. Love that. And uh, yeah, uh, the idea of actually doing something for myself was something that almost almost seemed foreign to me just because I felt like I didn't deserve to, you know, have this because I haven't done that. You know, mm. like the idea mm. of, oh, because I haven't accomplished this, I don't deserve that yet, um, was one mentality. The other mentality was, uh, like, can't be bothered, I'll, I'll just sit here and watch anime, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, those have been sort of two interesting things that, um, that have come up in the past and um, learning that actually it's okay if I, um, if I just do five minutes. I can yeah. just spend five minutes um you know um going for a walk with the dogs i can just spend five minutes going to the basketball court i can just it doesn't have to be a crazy amount of time initially and built up over time um and the other important factor that came from that was the fact that i actually learned to keep a promise to myself yeah it's like man i actually said i actually said i'll do something and i did it i learned to trust myself Yeah. yeah yeah which is fantastic so yeah i love what you said there um the other thing as well mm. how do you go about taking life less seriously I know it's such a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Taking life less seriously. I'm a kid. I'm a kid. I still have, I embrace my inner child. You and I both, brother, you, yeah. you're big on it as well. Yeah. Him and I love anime. We love <laughs> anime religiously. We watch so much of it. Yeah. And a lot of adults or a lot of people might think that's like weird or childish, but let's be honest. Like when you look at a kid and when you think back to when you were a kid, you don't have to worry about any of the bills. You, you just have fun all the time. You're worried. You, you don't like coming home. You, you like playing out with your mates. And you yeah. there's so much like joy and happiness. And curiosity there as well. And curiosity yeah, and yeah. children yeah. that when you look at that and, and, and compare that to yourself, where you're so serious, you're so adult, you've got all these these bills to pay and these these tick boxes that you need to tick off before mm. the end of the day. Yeah. But if you just take a little bit of that kid, that child, and put it into this growing up adult self of yours that has no time for fun, you'll be amazed at like how you feel. And I think that inner child that I've managed to hold on to, sure, there's some in- immature moments. I'm super immature at some stages. I love watching anime. I'll go skating. Um, I'm 26 years old and I don't have a job at the moment, but it's just like, yo, I'm still happy. I'm still doing things. I'm still I love growing. love that you own that, man. But, I love that. you know, it's that inner child stuff that I think yeah look i do this i own it i tell people i watch anime i freaking love it yeah but it's that that non-care of you know the things that i'm passionate about in my inner child Mm. that makes me be like look life's what it is enjoy it i'm not too serious i don't need a degree um at this stage i don't have a house but that's all good yeah that stuff will work itself out but right now i'm enjoying what i do yeah Mm. so good um it <laughs> Jordy will even just randomly go um for crawling like yell out some random <laughs> from like anime and everything yeah. um what are some of your favorites to say oh i love saying um arigato kazama oh uh, yeah <laughs> or like at, uh, at, at japanese restaurants especially they really appreciate it if yeah. you can say phrases or speak something in their language so all the time i do it all the time if there's a meal in front of me and there's a few people I'm like, itadakimasu! Yeah, and even Japanese people were like, oh, that's so cool! <laughs> you know? Because you, you, it's part of their culture, but at the same time, it's just one of those cheeky little things you can be like, mm. I picked this up from anime. Yeah. It's a real thing, but I'm going to use it because it's appropriate. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. It's so good, man. Um, 
So what are, um, what are maybe some steps that one can take in order to bring a little bit less seriousness into their life? Because of course it's such an important factor. Um, yeah. So someone that might be very serious and wants to start to loosen up a little bit, mm. um, now that they understand the importance of being less serious and mm-hmm. the way that now heavy things become a little bit lighter and the way that, um, this, um, deep sense of pull starts to become a little bit less in the way that. Um, all of a sudden the things that, uh, feel like this, uh, tunnel where there's no, there's these walls all around start to start, start to fade away and come mm-hmm. down and there's this clarity. Um, yeah, there's, there's just so many benefits of that. So what are some ways that someone that is serious? Two solutions. That? I got two, two ideas. For yeah. You. One of them, pick up a brand new hobby. Yo. Because as a kid, we learn so much. We suck at it at first and then we get really good at it. And when you suck at something, it takes you, it brings down all your ego, brings down all that stuff. It brings you right back onto a base level. Mm. And then when you start to build, you can get that confidence again. And you can get good at something and be passionate about something that is is completely different from everything else in the mm. world. I so find that. a new hobby, get good at it, get passionate about it. The other one, do something that reminds you of your childhood. Ah, good. Go climb a tree, go friggin' pick up a skateboard, have a skate, even though you might suck at it, but do something that reminds you or takes you back to your childhood because it will remind you of the fun, the finer things in life and the more fun things and the fun that's to be had. You know, yeah, you might completely suck at something, but if you completely suck at something and there's two or three of you that are doing it, but it also it takes you back to your childhood and you're like, man, I was so good at skating back in the day, but I suck now. Let's, let's do this more often. Let's just get out and skate together. I don't know. But do something that takes you back and throws you back to your childhood and it just might remind you of something that you've been missing. Mm. So good, brother. Mm. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, man. Honestly, you've been an absolute blessing to have. Um, I learn something from you every time I hang out with you. Uh, Yeah, um, do yourself a favor and um, go follow this guy. Uh, The vibes that he shares uh, um, on social, just alone on social as well. Uh, is so uplifting let alone in person <laughs> like he's just got such a vibrancy this energy about him uh so you'll definitely get a taste of that on social uh if you follow him at geordie weber on instagram which is geordie the legit. Be in the sh- uh, geordie legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course because he is legit um overrated <laughs> at the time it was like one of those 18 year old things oh but he's stuck with it it's great yeah uh, yeah yeah so it's good um so follow him, Joy Legit, on Instagram. Uh, you can um, find it in the show notes, all right, down below. Uh, where else can they find you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, I don't know. Facebook, my Facebook's kind of private, so I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah but um, TikTok, right? You, oh, yeah, yeah, TikTok. I think it's Joy um, I think it's Jordan legit on there as well. Actually, I just I just ran with it, man. It's just yeah. like, hey, that's a thing. Yeah. So, and um, are you really get you're getting into your photography stuff now as well? Fully yeah, getting to speak it. on that, but what are you doing with that? So I dropped flipping more money than I had on a camera and a laptop. I don't even <laughs> I have this it. money, but I dropped it on it. I love it. And that. yeah, it was just an idea and an impulse that I wanted to get out there and create some more content um, to get creative with my my filming side. Like as mm-hmm. much as I love acting, I think every actor wants to be a director in their own right and yeah i've just got so many ideas of things that i want to shoot and to have full control of the things that i shoot because actors we get a script and we do that Mm. directors have the full control of the whole picture so it's just like yeah i want to dabble with that i want to be able to control something put it together and be like that's my creation and have fun with that so So heck yeah i'm getting into photography and and videos and that's super fun and watch the space because 
I'm going to create. And yeah. Hopefully pioneer some pretty cool ideas. Love that, yeah. So if you guys need any uh, any work done creatively, right, this is your man your right man. Yeah, yeah. Joking that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no, all good. Um, so yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. Um, of course, definitely go follow good old Geordie over here. And uh, you can find that community at www.healingwithkids.com slash co-elevation dash community. The uh, link is in the bio. The code is in the bio. So you can find that there. Uh, and you can follow me at Coach Kizza on Instagram. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Give it a seven star rating because five stars underrated uh, <laughs> um, but honestly just give it an honest rating it really does help us reach more people if you feel this mm. uh episode was helpful or you feel it might help others please take some time uh whether it's leaving a review whether it's taking a snapshot or a recording of a few seconds of this podcast and sharing it honestly every bit on um really does help and allows us to start to reach more people uh that need to hear some of these messages honestly so yeah thanks again for tuning in guys i Really appreciate you um, for taking this time out and stay blessed. Take care. See you. Right. See you guys later. Singing on.